As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the creepy parlor where we delve into the dark side with an undercurrent of lighthearted fun. Our discussions will explore gothic, macabre, or creepy topics. The first Tuesday of every month, we will host a haunted happy hour where you can join us for a group conversation that focuses on ghosts, weird events, urban legends, and more. Here at the Creepy Parlor, our subject matter may be spooky, but our spirits are high. You can catch the Creepy Parlor every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on WLFE-DB Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Creepy Parlor. I am Genevieve, and I will be your ghostess for the next hour as we delve into the darker side of St. Patrick's Day this evening. I'm very excited about my guest this evening, uh, my friend Deidre Shahan. She is from Cowboy Way Travel. I'll give her a moment to introduce herself shortly, but she is an absolutely amazing travel agent, and she's done customized trips for people throughout Ireland. So we're going to talk a little bit about the darker side, the little haunted history side of Ireland, as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day this evening. So without further pause, I will bring, I'll introduce everyone to Deidre. Hello, my friend. Hey, Genevieve. How are you this evening? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for asking me. Oh, thank you so much for, for agreeing. I'm so excited. You were the first person I thought of when I thought about Ireland. So awesome. I love Ireland. It's such a beautiful place. Well, I've seen a lot of the pictures that you've sent and I, it is definitely on my list of places to go. Um, Particularly not just because it's, you know, the land of the ancestors, but also because it's, um, 
just so ancient and haunted. That was the thing that, that just took my breath away when we first landed in Ireland is how old everything is. Like they sent me to the new bank of Ireland to change my money. And the building is 200 years old. And, and that's, that's the new the bank. New bank, you know, and then everything is just ancient. You know, it, it's nothing to walk into a pub that was built in the thousands or 1100s. Wow. Well, yeah, it's that kind of old. And you drive to the countryside and you look over here and there's a ruin. And, you know, down a little further, there's another ruin of, of some tower house. It's, it's just really cool to drive around Ireland. I'd imagine, I mean, there's a reason why people think Ireland is so magical and that it's so mystical. It's the land of fairies, the land of banshees and um, all sorts of haunted history. I'd imagine there's a reason for that, right? And it, well, it's the Samhain, the, the ancient holiday of Samhain that we do Halloween now originated in Ireland with the Celts. So it's a fire festival. They, Ireland really does uh, Halloween now. Usually it's celebrated over three days. You've got part of it would be the Bram Stoker Festival. You have the Puka Festival in Drangheda. And then up in the north in Derry um, is Samhain. And it's just amazing with the parades and the costuming and all the events and concerts they have. So I think you sent me a picture of a celebration. I did. Yeah, that's in Derry. And that's just, just, you know, a portion of all the costumes and the floats. Think Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, only spooky. <laughs> that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> it's awesome. I cannot wait to be there. Have you been there for, for Salon? No, I've just missed it. Either it was over like a couple of days before I got to go, or it was happening right after I had to leave. So I've just missed it. But I did get to see the last time I was there was right after Samhain. And there were places that still had the little turnips that they mm -hmm. carved before jack-o'-lanterns. I do one every year. <laughs> yeah, they, there were still some of those up places. So that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I, I carve my turnip every year. And every year I think, oh, this is the year I'm going to cut myself because they're so much more difficult to they carve. They are hard. <laughs> they are very hard. Um. So what was your favorite? Well, we should also mention, I'm going to, I'm going to run your um, information here. Um, you started your company in 1995, correct? Yes, I did. Um, I started my, my business is called Cowboy Way Travel. And then I have a division called Unseen Ireland that deals with the Ireland side of my business. Cowboy Way got its name. Well, one, we're in the cowboy capital of Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, you might've noticed I talk funny. <laughs> and then um, I at that time we were rodeoing and I was watching the Cowboys line up at the payphones, calling each of the different airlines, the payphones. payphones, trying to get from A to B to C. And I was like, you know, I can do this. So it started out, my clients were rodeo cowboys and now we've all gotten old and they're not rodeoing anymore. <laughs> um, but now I, I do all sorts of vacations and wonderful luxury trips. So and everything we do is custom. That's what I, I don't just fly you to Ireland and send you on the bus. I will if you want that, but it, the good stuff is on the back roads. 
So that that is one of the things that I find really interesting too, because you can really delve into the side, the, the, the offbeat path. Exactly. When... If you're a literary fan, there's nothing nowhere better than Dublin where you've got Joyce and Yates. Mm -hmm. And from Stoker was born in Dublin. So you've got all of that. And you've got these wonderful old libraries with the Book of Kells. It's an illuminated manuscript oh, from the medieval days. It's just fabulous in the Chester Beattie Library. And then there's another, I think it's called the Charles Library. And there, it's supposedly haunted by the ghost of a lady whose book is in there. And her letter is in this book. So she looks for her lost love letters that are Aww. in this book. Oh, so beautiful. I haven't met her, but <laughs> she's there. I just want to say hi to everybody. We have a lot of friends popping up real, real often. We got Otis. We got Tom Nally, Calvin. Hi, everybody. Hi, Dillian, my sister, Jennifer. So um, before we delve into a little bit more about Ireland, we should put out our disclaimer that if we are pronouncing these Gaelic names incorrectly, we cannot be held responsible. We're really sorry. Gaelic <laughs> with a Texas accent is just, it's, what is the word? Perplexing me. It's very difficult. Just it is difficult. Um, my husband and I took a, an Irish language class, a Gaelic class, um, a bunch of years ago. And the thing that I remember most, well, first of all, I remember Pogue Methuen. That one I remember. Kiss my ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember Gia uh, Gwich, which I be believe was God Bless You. A few I, little I things. I'm big on using the word slancha. Slancha. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that one later. Yeah. But it was, it was fascinating to me that the letters, it didn't matter which arrangement they were in. They all sounded completely different. Yes, like D-U-B-H sounds like V. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. Yes, Otis, this is gonna this is gonna be enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having sense of humor. Yes. So Ireland is known as the land of fairies, the land of banshees, the land of ghosts. We've got the the Blarney Stone, which gives all of us Irish the that gift of gab, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, those are some of those are some of my favorite things. Um, Irish definitely have a gift of storytelling. Absolutely, it it is a fine tradition, and you meet people, and they they just have a lovely way with words and combining them and using words that we might not use in everyday language, and just just so many rich adjectives, and it's wonderful to listen to. And you were talking about fairies. There's mm -hmm. fairy circles in Ireland, mm -hmm. and they're the road. They have fairy trees, and there's some fairy trees, and they take so seriously that there was one in this field, and they were going to build the 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 major freeway interstate mm -hmm. oh, through know. this place, and they had to reroute it around the fairy tree. Well, you don't want to piss off the fairies. You do not want to make the fairies mad. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I think that that's the, one of the most profoundly interesting things about Ireland is that those legends and those stories are still alive. Yes. And, and people are, whether they're true believers or not, they take their legends seriously. 
And, you know, you can go to, there's different places and they are marked as fairy mounds on the map are people you're giving directions. You know, well, you go down to the road and when you see to the right, there'll be a ferry mound. You don't want to go to the ferry mound. You want to turn left there, you know? So it's fun to get directions. Imagine what that must be like. You get lost a lot and it's fun. <laughs> well, when you get lost in Ireland, how... Oh, you're driving on the opposite side of the road. You're too, on the you? other side of the road. So like making left hand and right hand turns, you have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And then roundabouts, you're going the other way around. They use roundabouts a lot. And then the left lane is not the fast lane. The left lane is the slow lane. Oh, really? So oh, yeah. Completely <laughs> the opposite of what of what we're doing over here. Yeah. Interesting. So it's Interesting. fun. So let's start with uh, what, what would be your favorite place to visit in Ireland? Oh, my goodness. Wherever I was last. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I really loved the Connemara area north of Galway. That felt very at home to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's just beautiful and it's windswept and fills of heather and hills. And it was just beautiful. I loved Galway. I There was one of my favorite things that we did. We were driving We've been driving all day and pouring rain, and it, it it was past a soft day. A soft day in Ireland is when it's just misty. Mm -hmm. Well, this this was a full-on rain day, and we ended up in this little town in south of Kilkenny called Inish Teague, and it's on a river, and it was all misty and moody and and beautiful flowers, and it was just little little bitty town and we stayed above a pub there and that was pretty magical I, and then a place that i particularly loved was uh torque waterfall outside of killarney ooh. and it was green and mossy and all the moss growing on the trees and the stones and it was pretty magical you could picture fairies living there mm, I, i'd imagine they're everywhere everywhere and it must be so brilliantly green. You fly in and, uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to for the clouds to part where you're landing in Ireland because you land early in the morning coming from the States and you look out the window and it's just, it's truly is a patchwork of green of all different shades of green and those stone walls. And that's, I, that's my favorite thing is landing in Ireland and seeing all the green. It's hard to identify your favorite thing, isn't it? There's so many. It is. I love everything about it. So I have quite a few pictures that you sent over to me uploaded. Okay. Um, I would like to start with this guy here. Ah, Loftus Hall. This is one of the most haunted places in Ireland. It's gorgeous. Um, Loftus Hall was the... was. The original building was built about 1100. This is on the southern coast of Ireland. It's on a windswept peninsula with a craggy rocks and near Hookhead Lighthouse. And it has it changed hands from the Loftus family after the Cromwell went through and stripped all the lands from the Catholic Irish and gave it to the English. Loftus
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Went to the uh, Toppenheim family. So here they are one dark night. Out in um, this, this is our, our ghost story. So <laughs> you have to picture Loftus Hall is out on this windswept, craggy, peninsula mm -hmm. and the, so with this lighthouse is the only beacon and lighthouse is about two miles away and it's dark and it's thundering and you know you can still hear the waves crashing even though this place is probably a quarter of a mile inland and it's dark and it's in the early 1700s mm -hmm. and there the only light for miles is this big manor house Oh, wow. And there's a, a family, the Toppenheims are sitting around playing cards and, and just being in their dark living space lit by candles and lanterns. As one does. Right. As one exactly. does. <laughs> and there's a knock on the door and they open it. And as always, the Irish hospitality, and you just did that, it's Manor House's welcome travelers. Mm -hmm. And this man asked if he could stay a few days because a ship was supposed to be coming in and they were delayed from the storms. So they, the, the family welcomed him in, you know, he's a very attractive, dark gentleman with, you know, impeccable manners. And so the family has him in. And so he's playing cards and visiting and having meals with the family and their young daughter, Anne, She now remember she's probably about 15 or 16. She lives a very solitary life out on this peninsula. So here's a handsome stranger, and she's very taken with him, mm -hmm. and just just smitten with this man. So they're playing cards, and she drops a card, and she leans over under the table to pick up this card, and she screams. And she realizes instead of the card under the table, she sees the cloven hooves of the devil in this strange. Oh, I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. And so the devil realizes he's been found out and he shoots in a ball of fire through the roof of Loftus Manor, never to be seen again. 
and poor Anne has completely lost her mind and is terrified. And they had the local priest come to do an exorcism, but they couldn't help her. She just withered away and the family finally confined her to what they call the tapestry room. And so she, she did end up perishing and the priest came back and um, tried to um, exercise the house again. And they felt like they got all the spirits except the tapestry room. Mm -hmm. So now the manor house is closed. They were doing a few ghost tours mm -hmm. and they're trying to get it up as a B&B. &B, but they say that when you walk through it, you definitely has an uneasy presence in the tapestry room. Interesting. So, I think. And then the, my connection to Loftus Hall is I have ancestors that were, this family were the Loftus in the 15, early 1600s. But so, oh, wow. Yeah. Now, did you see anything when you visited? I didn't get to visit because at the time we were there, like they had the gate shut and they weren't doing tours. This was before mm. the new owners have, have yeah. bought the place. So, but I did a really cool webinar with Irish Tourism where they had mediums in the castle and are in Loftus and were touring. And it, that was a really fun online event. Oh, I'd imagine it would be. Uh -huh. Let's just take a look at it again to see how magnificent it is. Look at that place. Yep. That's just unbelievable. I can't wait. I really do hope the new owners do something great with that. Look, at, I mean, you would have to. How, I wonder how one becomes an owner of a manor home in Ireland. <laughs> a lot of money and then a lot of money to restore it. Oh, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> I'm out. So let's take a look at this other one that you sent. Oh, that's Bunratty Castle. This, so is, now, this, is, what I, this is more my speed, actually. Yeah, Bunratty Castle now. It, it's located right north of the Shannon Airport. And they host medieval banquets, you know, with the whole drinking ale and eating roast chickens and, and Irish dancing and storytelling. And it's a great evening. A lot of people do that as their last night out before they fly home from Shannon. But in the, I think, 1642, uh, a member of the of the O'Neill clan owned the, the castle. And there had a lady that was visiting him, a young lady. And in the middle of the night, she had gotten, she had heard something outside her window and went outside to, or went to her window up on the third floor of the castle and looks out and meeting her gaze is this ragged redheaded woman in white and she screams and then she realizes she's on the third floor so the specter is wailing outside her third floor window and so I guess she, the whole house is stirred up. And then she learned the next morning that one of the O'Neill relatives has died during the night. Oh. Because that's the banshee is the harbinger of death. And the, the O'Neill family is one of the families, correct? Are they yes. Yes. So Teddy is, um, Teddy is our, um, the, uh, the, the head guy here at WLFE, our boss. 
Excellent. <laughs> um, he's going to Ireland Summer Solstice 2022 for a haunted tour. So maybe I'll be able and to tag Ted, along. If you can, during the Summer Solstice, uh, Kill Cree um, Mound up in near Sligo is a passage tomb and the summer the light on the summer solstice comes in that passage tomb on the summer so is if you that, get there is that the one that you sent the no that was the one i sent that's on the uh winter and summer equinox let's take a look at that one because this is unbelievable or just the winter equinox yeah this is a new grange and it's part of neolithic uh, mounds uh, with no, th there's two or three of these. This is the biggest one. And there's 80 something of these carved stones around the outside of it. And on the way it's positioned in the winter, um, for a few days leading up to the winter solstice, the light comes through it and illuminates the entire chamber. It's just spectacular to watch. They do a live feed of it every year because there are only 20 people can fit in there at a time because it's so small but what what's truly impressive about this this is three thousand years older than the pyramids of giza that's unbelievable yeah that's unbelievable. isn't that just amazing it really is it's so beautiful now is this the one that you said that they do a lottery to get in yes they do a lottery you put your name in um with the, the people there at new grange and if you're lucky then you get there several days that they can take you in and then you have to hope for a sunny day oh yeah so the light show how often is that happening <laughs> um, it, it did like twice this year so that was really nice to get to watch it that's nice teddy says he's already know he already knows thank you <laughs> i figured <laughs> Very, very cool. So, um, so we've got some ghost stories already. Uh, a little yeah. bit of a banshee story. One of the things I find really interesting um, about the banshees too, you know, we've got to keep it a little bit darker since we're on the creepy parlor. Um, is that they really only the banshee only cries for five major Irish families according to legend, and one of them is the O'Neills. Yes, the O'Neills. Um, gosh, I didn't make a note of all of those. I got them. Oh, good for you. The O'Neills, the O'Briens, the O'Connors, the Kavanaugh's, and the O'Grady's. And I think now they may have interspersed so many yep. that, yeah. It's interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, have you ever heard the Banshee? I might have screamed like a Banshee a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> but I have not heard a banshee. Knock on wood. Let's hope we don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's one of the other interesting things too about Ireland is all the superstitions, right? Yeah, there, there's all kinds of things to do and not to do, and you know, walk backwards out of the cemetery, and just all kinds of fun, of fun things um, in Ireland. One of the cool places that we just happened on when we got lost out in the Midlands. We, we saw this big castle sitting out in a field and we thought, well, let's go figure out how to drive up to that one. And so we, we kept driving till we found 
what we thought was the entrance. And you go through all these huge stately oak trees. Mm-hmm. And when we got up to the castle, it, like somebody really lived there, but it was hippies that lived there. And they have all their trees up close to the house um, covered in yarn bombed. You know, I mean, they're oh, wow. wrapped in these trees and like little twinkle lights hanging. And instead of lions sitting there guarding their front door, they had hippopotamuses. And they weren't home, sadly, because I knocked. Um, and oh. But when I got back, I found out that this big oak tree that I just was enthralled with is called the Charlesville Oak. And it's been one of Europe's great trees. And it's so big, like the limbs are growing out onto the ground now because they're so old. And the limbs are three and four and five feet thick. And, you know, there's little mushrooms growing in the limbs and moss and everything. And the story goes that when a limb breaks off the lower part of the Charlesville Oak, one of the family dies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, that house, that castle is really haunted by a little girl that fell to her death from like, I guess they have an open stairway going up the three or four floors of the center section of the castle. And one of the children, I guess, went over the edge at some point. And uh, I have a friend in Ireland that does paranormal tours and they did our paranormal research mm-hmm. and they were there. And she said, yeah, that was really, really creepy in there. Really? Yeah. That she, they really enjoyed that one. We have a way to go to check that out. Hi Felicia. <laughs> Thank you for logging in. It's nice to know somebody. <laughs> Um, I just want to bring my mom's comment back up. She says, no banshees for the Flynn's. My grandmother was a Flynn um, and she was very, very, very proud of her Irish heritage. Um, so much so that um, she actually passed away on St. Patrick's Day. So wow, <laughs> that's to my nan. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about some of the, oh, but real quick. We got a little note from Karen. Hello, hey, my Karen. <laughs> Let's take our quick break and we'll come back and talk Sounds a little great. bit more about some of the creepy Irish history and interesting Perfect. Irish history. Perfect. Bear with me as I switch over. Twenty twenty one just got better. Your favorite shows from WLFE DB Radio can now be found on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Yes, we now video stream to both of those platforms. Search for your favorite shows like Where's My Sage? Inside the Drag Closet, Across the Pond, Everything Yet Nothing, Paratalk Radio, Step into the Paranormal, The Creepy Parlor, Just Cindy, and more. Now you won't miss an episode. Remember, follow Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Make sure you subscribe and follow your favorite WLFEDB radio shows. This award-winning thriller has it all. 
Murder, political intrigue, mob revenge, and a bit of romance. Not to mention strong female and male characters with a storyline that could be tomorrow's headline news. Now for a quick peek into our story. To help solving a nationwide plot involving the assassination of several U.S. senators, the O'Rourke... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Team is called in. To complicate matters, they now have to work against the clock to rescue one of their own. You see, the mob didn't take too kindly to the O'Rourke team's involvement last spring. It seems to have led to the indictment of their boss. Will they succeed? Before we get back into Ireland, I just want to make a few quick announcements as well. Uh, we are also uh, on WLFE-DB.com. We are streaming on Stream TV, so you can also check us out there, and you can watch us in real time. You can watch us uh, pre watch our pre-recorded shows. Um, if you aren't into the creepy stuff and you want to watch some other stuff, we have something for everybody on WLFE. So please check out our Facebook page, check out our website, uh, like, follow, share. Um, we are very appreciative of all the likes and the follows and the shares. So back to Ireland. <laughs> back to Ireland. All right, I got to just say this real quick. My sister's watching um, 
my sister's watching us on her TV in her living room, which is gigantic. So I'm sure my eye looks like a giant eye. <laughs> oh my goodness, that, that should be lovely. <laughs> so anyway, back to Ireland. Back to Ireland. So we have some scary ghost stories already. Which I'm more than happy to hear about. Um, I want to show this other beautiful photograph that you sent me. This one. That is at in Glendalough. And it's uh, St. Kelvin's uh, Monastery. And Kelvin, uh, Kevin, St. Kevin, um, came about 800. This is from the 800s. Wow. And built this chapel and a round tower house. And the cemetery is so ancient. And I was there in the fall on a soft day, and it was drizzly, kind of misty day. And you can walk from Glendo from the cemetery in St. Kelvin's. It's about a mile or a mile and a half walk up to these beautiful lakes. And it's just so peaceful but i can't imagine being here at dark i think oh, that's all i can think about is being there at dark <laughs> well i know that that's what i'm saying I, I think i need somebody to hold my hand after dark here oh i i, I would ready i would move right in <laughs> it was really neat all the the very very old tombstones like from the 1500s and just ancient stones. So when you when you see those, can you actually read them still? Oh yeah, some of them you actually can. Some of them are weathered too much. So okay, that now that leads me to my next question. How do you find these places? Yeah, or do you really not want to give away your trade secrets? <laughs> uh, no, we get uh, when I find a subject that interests me or uh, something that a client asks about, like if you mm -hmm. were, you know, I know you like creepy things and you're wanting to go to Italy, for example, mm -hmm. I would find all the creepy cool for you to go to Italy, just like I would find all the literary things for another client or all the architectural things for whatever makes someone happy. But in Ireland, I read a lot. I have gotten into reading Irish medieval studies. Oh, interesting. Yeah, some of it is, is is not light, entertaining reading, but it's really interesting. Yeah, a lot of lot of great things have come out of Ireland. Um, not just not just the beer and the <laughs> a lot of excellent literature has come out of Ireland. Yes, it has. They very much value the arts, and still value the arts. Mm -hmm. Um my sister's advocating now to go to Ireland. So just so you know, we've put that bug in her. <laughs> yes. let's, let's go to Ireland because there's a ancient cemetery everywhere you turn. And that's got to be interesting too, because you could be just driving down the street and you find. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can. It's like um, in Boston, you know, you come around a corner, mm -hmm. there's another churchyard. It's like that there. Mm -hmm. it's but a really, lot older <laughs> really old i i want to see the the cemeteries that are from the 800s that's what i want to see 
And some of them are just barely marked with stone or are like they're interred. We've uh, stumbled across um, an abbey near um, Limerick mm -hmm. and it's supposedly where St. Valentine is buried. There's so many St. Valentines. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Not St. Valentine. St. Nicholas is supposedly oh, really? buried there. Yeah. I think there's a few of those too, isn't there? Probably. And then I know some of the saints were kind of dismembered and their relics were spread out among people. Isn't that interesting that that's, you know, you take this person who is a saint and they just distribute parts of them. Like I was in, um, I know this is not Ireland, but in uh, Guadalajara, Mexico, and there's this case in their big cathedral and it's a finger of one of the popes. Oh, yeah, on display for you to see this. Yeah. I'm sure there's pilgrimages to go see it as well. Yes, yes, there are. Interesting. I think we did not hit this castle yet. This is um, Clontarf Castle Hotel. And the uh, original, the tower portion, kind of to the right, that is the original structure that was built. They were Knights Templar. Templar? Mm -hmm. And then now they built um, the part to the east is like the 1830s, the Georgian part. And then um, then they've added hotel rooms to it. And but you can still see on the inside, they've done a wonderful job in the lobby area of blending the ancient stone, you know, with modern. And it, it's lovely. But what's super interesting about this, it's in Clontarf, which is across um the the leafy from um dublin center proper and not too far from the airport so i always usually start my people out at clontarf uh clontarf had a big raging battle uh with brian boo and they you know tried to establish their independence from the gauls and it, it's a really epic battle but on the back side of this hotel is a um church and there's graves of the Knights Templar buried there. And it was cool. I got to have a room that faced the back of the hotel and overlooking the graveyard. So that was, that was a neat thing to get to do. Did you see any ghosts while you were there? Maybe. Mostly, <laughs> I, my, I was bleary-eyed from an overnight jet lag. So, um yeah, that I might have seen some shadows that I couldn't explain mm -hmm. outside the windows. So it was one of those soft evenings. So are the when you when you have those old graveyards and cemeteries and things like that, um, are people allowed to just go in or yes, you can go in? Like um, most of them are open. Some of them they will close the gates at night just mm -hmm. to keep people from mischief. You know. Um, but it, just depending on, yeah, you can roam around in them whenever you like and touch them and it's great. And what, what I'm always amazed about is the energy that you feel everywhere in Ireland. And it's old and it's like memory of the land. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a, you know, there's different types. People believe that there's different types of ghosts, that there's some that are sentient and that can converse with you. And then there's some that are um environmental that they're residual residual energy. yes I, I i really 
do believe in the concept of residual energy and it very much so in Ireland when you're you're there you you can feel the past I especially with I guess with such a small island that has such a tremendous amount of history yes yes you know they can't even dig up some, you know dig a hole to plant a tree without finding relics in the ground and one of the places in Dublin that I have never been able to force myself to go in, like I've been twice, is Killian, and I'm not pronouncing that word at all right. Uh, we already gave the disclaimer, I, it's okay. <laughs> it, it looks like Killian Goal, and it's the jail. And it was the site of um, where they um, killed the people, the Irish patriots from the 1916 um, uprising, the Irish uprising, were shot and assassinated there. And, you know, all kinds of political prisoners have been mm -hmm. there. And the energy coming out of that, it took, for me, it just was like shoving me out. Like, don't come in. So it's like I took the hint and I have tried twice and I can't get through the door. So just on a side note, do you, are you, um, psychic? Are you sensitive? Are you, how do you identify I'm, yourself with? I'm sensitive. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't profess to be psychic, but I'm kind of good at tarot cards. <laughs> and, um, no, but I, I feel things like I don't really see ghosts. You ask, mm -hmm. they would pretty much need to tap me on the shoulder and say, boo, you know, for me to, uh, to know what yeah but uh, i i get feelings of places in ireland um is that is that for you is that just in ireland or have you experienced that no, I, I do that a little here like um my building here on our town square um we know it was here at least in 1882 and supported supposedly it's the oldest building here it was an adobe saloon and there is tales of somebody that haunts these buildings on my side of the block mm -hmm. and at different times there'll be things that that are noticeably moved not where I left them and so I call him Luke the spook and and I notice when things are moving when I haven't acknowledged his presence in a while he's trying to get your attention he needs my attention some days yeah <laughs> um that, that's really interesting. I mean, you know, here we have such a, when you think about it, you know, I live in a town that was set, that was started in the mid 1700s. Um, and I think that that is so old, but you look at a place like Ireland in 1700 is probably one of the newer. Yeah. Some of the buildings, that, those are new buildings. Yeah. And um, every castle, you, you could just pretty much say every castle has a ghost. Um, there's a castle uh, called Mahalade Castle, and it's just, you know, a, a quick 20 minute on the, the tram ride away from Dublin Center proper. And there there's a story of a of the caretaker that fell in love with the young lady of the castle and she spurned his affections. And he I think he committed suicide and supposedly he still wonders the halls. Oh, and I had friends that were over there with me on the, one of the last tours that we did. And, and they were like, 
they they all swore they saw a ghost. So I don't know if it was too much Guinness or they. <laughs> Either way, if you believe Either it's a way. ghost, then you had your experience, right? They had their experience, yep. So what do you have coming up? I know that this past year has been really difficult with um, the pandemic and all that stuff. But oh I'm waiting on Ireland to open the borders and then we are ready. I'm ready to send you and they're ready to welcome us and <laughs> they're just ready. Yeah. You know, the pubs are closed and they're all hurting just so much. And the restaurants and the museums are closed and they're just really, they need our dollars when, when the time's right. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, there are other places that people can visit and they can contact you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the places we can go right now. Um, what's your, whoop, I'm losing my light. Um, what have you, what have you been booking lately? I'm booking Mexico left and right. That that's been, um, very popular Riviera Maya, Cabo, Puerto Vallarta. The precautions they're taking there are just phenomenal. And everything really lovely, lovely resorts. I'm booking a lot of that. Uh, Dominican Republic, Costa Rica is easy to go to right now, too. A little Hawaii, they're a little more strict. We're booking Jamaica, although the rules change for Jamaica pretty regular. So that's been a challenge keeping up with those. Yeah. That's got to be hard too. I mean, I know just with my ghost tour business, keeping up with what you can and can't do throughout the pandemic has been. This a challenge. is not the year to DIY your travel. Yeah. Yep. That's a good not lesson all. for all you guys out there. Check out um, Cowboy Way Travel. Yep. Um, definitely give Deidre a call because she'll help you out. <laughs> Thanks. And, and if you don't use me, use somebody that's a real full time travel agent. Yeah, I'd imagine. I mean, I saw your pictures, some of your pictures from, um, I can't remember where in Mexico they were, but. Uh, I was at Cabo this fall. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I loved it there. The the juxtaposition of the color of the water and the pink and yellows of the rocks. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, but how it's, not Ireland. it's not Ireland. It's not Ireland. It's not Ireland. That was my other question for you. How do you go to all these places and not say, like when I travel, I'm like, oh, I want to live here. I do. They're my favorite place is the last place I was I was at, you know. So, but no, but Ireland, I always keep going back. I've been like 10 times now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so we started like the last few times we go, try to like pick one little area and really explore a region and not try to do the whole thing, you know, every trip. How, how long do you think that um, someone needs to really get a good sense of Ireland and the at field. least seven it, at least because oh, really? you're night going over, you know, you could get a good sense of things. And Ireland is so easy to get around either by train or bus. Um, if you didn't want to take a private car, I, I've had young people that, that didn't want to drive. And so we trained them between places and then put them like on a day tour to go see a site, you know, for them to get to. So there's lots of ways to do Ireland. How is it driving? The back roads is the best. How is it driving? It's it's if you're the passenger, the the like you they have big nice freeways. But then when you get off onto what I would call a county road, they're two lane paves and they're narrow two lanes. 
So they're not like wide two lanes and they have no shoulders. So oh, wow. right there on the edge, um, you have a hedgerow growing up or a rock wall, but mostly like a hedgerow. Mm -hmm. So if you're the passenger, there's a lot of puckering, you know, and, and dodging away from the hedgerow because <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, I'd imagine like a lot of hitting the air brake. <laughs> yeah. And so when we were coming, we went to the Cliffs of Moore and we got there just in time to watch the sunset. Oh, wow. And oh, it was fabulous. I mean, the skies parted. So we had this beautiful sunset. And so we're, but, and then the fog came back in. So we've got to go down. It's a very windy road to get from the cliffs back into Galway. And we're coming down this road and it's pitch black and it's drizzly rain. And we listen to Lyrica Radio in Ireland. That's the national public station. They play a lot of classical, and it's a cool station. So we're listening to this station. And all of a sudden, the Pink Panther comes on. So I've got a recording on my phone of the did it, you know, every time I the car. And the, the music was like timed with the curves. It was great. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds very interesting. It sounds a little bit scary. <laughs> well, you know, and they have, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. So we, we can do if you don't want to drive and you have the time. Um, private drivers and guides. That's a really lovely way to do it. And we can rent you a whole haunted castle for a few days if you want the whole castle. We, that can be done. That would be life-changing. Yes. There's some that, you know, you get a group of friends and you can rent a whole castle to yourself. I hope all you guys out there, all my friends out there, are listening to that and start getting those seeds planted. Yeah, we've done some really cool weddings in Ireland and some great honeymoons and done people um, trips for people going in search of their ancestors. And, you know, I'm very much into genealogy. And so we found the cemeteries where some of the ancestors were buried so that they could go find these places or get them hooked up with a genealogist in Ireland that could help too. That must be so powerful. It is very powerful. So much, so many of us have Irish ancestry. Yes. And Karen, why wouldn't you want that? <laughs> I'm guessing she means having the whole castle to ourselves. Karen, we need to go have a whole castle to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And have a cook. That would be a great thing. Yes. I would change my name and you would never hear from me again. I would talk about names. Like when I go to Ireland, my, so my name is Deidre Shahan. And I, the, every, I, every year there'll be two or three people when I introduce myself, they'll say, oh, girl, your mother has your name wrong. Your name should be Deirdre Sheehan. <laughs> it's like okay just call just keep buying the pints and and i'll be deidre or whatever you know we'll we'll have fun mary kate says her cousin passed a few years ago always wanted to go to the castle so she must go for her yes yes, yes she must. we should go karen says that if um if we go she will even cook which is a really good idea because she i know karen is a very good cook i yes. see the pictures yes Jeez. And the produce and the food is so fresh and they eat so much with the seasons there, what's available. And, and the Irish cuisine is world-class. 
Yeah. Uh, nice little note from Mary Kate. Happy anniversary in heaven to my gram. Yep. That's that'll be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing. I, I will I will absolutely get there one day. Absolutely. And you will be planning that trip. <laughs> I'm really glad to. Yeah, I want to get I want to get into all the castles. I want to get into as many of the um, see as many of the monoliths as possible. The um, the Ireland has these high crosses, and mm -hmm. they're in cemeteries and town squares, and the the monks put them up to and they have biblical stories um, engraved on the sides. Oh, wow. For the people that were illiterate, so they could tell them the different biblical stories. Wow. And, and another, so there's a bunch of those still standing. That's another thing, too, is that the, the entire culture is so intertwined with the religion. Very much. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. So any any um, final recommendations for our, for our viewers? Um. If you go to Ireland, you definitely need a few days in Dublin, mm -hmm. but get out into the countryside and meet the people and visit with the people and go into the little places and just enjoy and relax and have fun and not try to see the whole thing. I'm really bad. At, I'm one of those that needs to see everything. And it took me a couple of trips to figure out I can see portions and experience portions. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a very, um, right now, our society, we want to like everything all at once. We want to download all the information we want to know everything all at once and to take your time and experience it is kind of like almost like a lost art. One of, one of the clients that said she had the best experience ever is with some sisters that were celebrating a milestone birthday and they, we, we did a horseback riding tour. And oh, they wow. stayed in manor houses and inns for these four days. And somebody took their possessions from one place to the next. And they rode good horses through the countryside and across down the beach. And she said that was really powerful for her. Wow. So you really can book. You can design. Anything you want. Anything you want. We can make it happen. I know people with private art collections and yachts and um, that take you out on the lakes and uh, whiskey tasting in castle cellars and any kind of experience you can think of walks across the moors in Northern Ireland. We can do that. There's just unlimited amount of things to do. Stargazing places and then the game of thrones locations in the we north didn't even touch that yet it no, only have two minutes that. <laughs> so that that is a, if anyone is a game of thrones fan um the dark hedges dark hedges the dark hedges that's where those birch trees all come together that grow across i think they called it the royal road or the king's mm -hmm. road in the story and i had found this before my very first trip um, to Ireland, I found a picture on Pinterest of those trees and I love, I have a thing for trees and rocks. And so I kept researching and researching until I found where this thing was. And then I met Patty Campbell, 
that lives uh, near Belfast, and mm-hmm. he knew where it was. And so we, we, we went by train from Dublin to Belfast. He picked us up in his cute little bubble car and turned us around, and we got to the dark hedges, and they were actually filming there. And he made them stop filming so I could get, I mean, you know, like they're trying to set up for a shoot and made them stop so I could get out there in the middle of that and take some pictures. So it's like, wow. she crossed the Atlantic for this. You know? It's the hospitality. Yeah. I just, I just, Robert White, he just had an image of a Sicilian, a Spaniard, and a giant holding up one of the horses. It was a Princess Bride reference. <laughs> I love the Princess Bride. Yeah, I absolutely love it. <laughs> So we are just about out of time. Before we sign off, I want to make sure everybody um, goes and takes a look at uh, Deidre's um, Facebook page, Unseen Ireland, and she also has Cowboy Way Travel. Please take a look if you're interested in booking any trips. She's more than happy to help, and she's absolutely amazing. Um, please like, follow, share her page. Um, any last thoughts, my friend? We can all get together again and go experience mm-hmm. places. And I think we're all going to have a new appreciation for when we do get to go. And to be able to hug people again. Wouldn't that be yep. great? Wouldn't that be wonderful? It'll be very nice to see our friends again. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight and celebrating this beautiful island. I'm well, so- thank you for having me, Jenny. This was a blast. This is my favorite subject so excellent well, anytime. You'll have to come back absolutely we'll have more good stories <laughs> excellent excellent well we are just about out of time my creepy darlings thank you so much for joining me here this evening and for joining our wonderful guest Deidre please please check out her Facebook page um, check out wlfe.com wlfe on Facebook uh, the creepy parlor we have a lot of great content here on wlfe up next is Where's My Sage? Hang out and watch uh, those guys. Um, we've got Real Talk with Dom on Mondays. I'm co- co-host on that show. we got a lot of really cool stuff, so please check out WLFE. Um, there's something for everybody. So with that, we have to use our favorite Irish term. Happy St. Patrick's Day and... Slancha. Slancha. Thank you again so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Jenny. It was a blast. Thank you. I will will talk to you in a moment. Thank you for joining us on the Creepy Parlor. Join us next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. For another fantastic show! (laughs) As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.